Hello and welcome back to the F24 podcast. My name is David and each week, as I'm sure you know, I invite a creative over to my studio in North Acton to talk about their lives and interactions with London, culture and creativity. We're going to have a bit of a different one this week. I started working on this idea about two years ago. I love podcasts and I love my culture. And I know most of you know that. And, you know, thinking about all the people we got about, I thought we got some amazing stories out there. Let's get my shit together and record some. I've got Jack Murray round, Will Robson Scott, Adney Gilman, Dunn London, Jamal Peace, all in summer 2016. They're all the early ones in the series. But you know what? It took me over a year to put them out. Anxiety, confidence, and making my business and work more important than feeding my soul all came into play. And I just couldn't justify spending the time it would take to do this. I just stored the recordings. Then Yan passed away in late December 2017. I'd known him since the 90s, properly. It fucking hit hard. The funeral was a few weeks later and I went with my friend and fellow Northwest Sixer Sam. It was great to see all these people come and pay respects to Yan, a tearful and yet joyous event full of stories, memories, laughs and tears. He touched a crazy amount of people. We walked his coffin down Kilburn High Road, locked it off, there were so many of us. A beautiful but really sad day. Pretty soon after the funeral, I decided I was going to do these interviews and get this podcast thing going, and I did. I had wanted Jan round to chat on the original run. I should have had him round in 2016-17, but life is what it is, and at the time, I wasn't sure I was going to do this podcast thing at all. Him going let me know I needed to do this. He pretty much did everything he put his mind to, in whatever fashion, and I was going to do the same. Around two, three weeks after the funeral, I had around that time, heard the final Combat Jack podcast. That's one I'd been listening to for about seven odd years. Combat had passed from cancer and Dallas Penn, A. King, Premium Pete, Just Blaze, Ben Hameen and a few other of his colleagues and friends got together to talk about Combat, his accomplishments, his life and his work. I thought, you know what? That'd be dope for Jan. Bringing us to this week, which is a special episode, as you have a glimpse into Jan's life through one of his best mates, his crew partner, his travelling companion, festival goer and party starter, Jack. We recorded this in early July. It was tough, especially on Jack. But we told stories, we had laughs, and we remembered our friend. This is some of Jan's London culture and creativity story. We miss you, brother. Enjoy. This is F24. Well, look, let's, um, let's start at the beginning with Jan. Right. We'll talk about where he's from. Yeah, yeah, so Jan was, Jan was born and raised in, um, in South Kilburn. That's the... Uh, he was uh, born at home. Oh, was he born at home? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I think I caught that. Actually. Solvig. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, and and that's where he lived until he passed away. Thirty years. Yeah. Thirty. Yeah. Thirty two years. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And um, do you know what school he went to? He went to Hampstead School. Oh, yeah. He's at Hampstead. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you must have met a lot of yeah. people. There's a load so of like, uh, yeah. So he was at Hampstead, and his I, I was at um, Acton Burley. So mm-hmm. they're both quite, I guess, quite similar uh, schools in the north northwest. In terms of ethos area. of education and so yeah. on, and the type of people that go there. Yeah, kind of like mixed state schools, you know, like mixed state schools on on, on arts and creativity. Arts and yeah, yeah, and and there was like. There was actually a bit of a bridge between the two schools with with Graf and like certain writers that 
the paint from around Kilburn or Swiss Cottage or West Hampstead, or, you know, and then it would kind of go over to like Queen's Crescent, Kentish Town, yeah. Tuffnell Park, Archway. There was a bit of a, a, a lineage there of, of, of writers and they'd, people would go to each other's schools, you know, hang outside and all the rest. So <laughs> like um, there was that. Uh, but then I met Ian when I was, I would say, 14. Yeah, I was 14 years old. Where'd you meet him? I met him um, in in the home base in Finchley Road. Yeah, in the car park outside <laughs> there. Yeah. By the Jubilee Lounge. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. So like, uh, me and Rest were there. I think Dr. G was there as well. And Jan was... Uh, I can't remember exactly who I know. I know Evan was with him, I think, and we were skating at the time down there. And like, we'd go, we'd, you know, you could be able to go into the back of home base and throw the cans over the garden center bit and yeah. stuff like that. So that was basically our fucking area of just like messing around at yeah. that age. Um, and obviously that's Finchley Road, so that that was like a couple stops up from Gospel Oak where we were based, and then Yams. Same a again. Couple, yeah, it's yeah. like equidistant, you know yeah. what I mean, over towards Kilburn, Bronzebury or whatever. So like, and then uh, I remember like, Ev, I think Evan came over and was chatting to us about skating and then <clears throat> Jan saw I had like a reach on my skateboard and he was like, did the classic, would you write? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. And he's, I remember it, it clearly him having like that proper boss persona. <laughs> He wasn't giving at 14. anything away. At yeah, 14, exactly. not giving anything away. Yeah. All his mates were all like, "Yeah, well, can you kick flip and that?" Yeah. And that. We he was like, "No, nah, he wasn't. No. He wasn't gonna like do the chat for a little bit." You know, he'd like, learned. He'd already learned. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he like, got it probably from Robbie. Yeah, probably watching yeah. people in Robbie's ass. Yeah, but I remember instantly like being struck by how <laughs> how serious he was. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Obviously you get to know someone better it all changes but yeah. like f- from that first kind of interaction he's like yeah 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 you win this game asset yeah? one asset one and we're like yes. all right cool he's like we see like, we told him what we wrote or whatever and he's like yeah 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 i think i've seen some bits so yeah <laughs> you write what you write yeah, yeah and then he was like um come around the back of home base and check my stuff or whatever and then like he was pointing out his tag and he pointed out some like almost like semi-wild style outline thing he'd done which to this day would still be credited as like very good graffiti, do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. he was he was 14 going on 15 probably um yeah and i think like f- from from that point we worked out we had some mutual friends um and like there was you know there were certain houses in the area where people would always go to like pick up weed or whatever and then just sit there and hang out and smoke zoots and then like that's how everyone would loads of writers would cross paths that way yeah, yeah like you yeah. never you'd never really know who would come in to buy a drawer from there yeah, and yeah, sit yeah. there and so it was it was a lot like that um it was like a go-to place and um so then yeah and then f- from that point it was like rest and asset formed the friendship first really do you know what years these were? This would be this is the year two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah, yeah, this is the year two thousand, and then I I wasn't really painting that much then. Even though I started in the late nineties, I kind of stopped and yeah, I was just doing other shit. And then the rest got really active and started doing his little dubs around the place. And Jan had seen them, but like rest didn't have the style that Jan did. But Jan 
was very Rush was already going out. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? He was going further than his manner as well. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Asset was very much like <coughs> Northwest. Northwest at that time. Styler. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. For, for us, it was like coming from Tufnell Park and around there. There was obviously like really good graph to look at, but it was definitely uh, the aim was much more to do like simple dubs. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, and he wasn't. Well, no, Asset had this thing, which like we, you know, obviously at that time, there wasn't like social media or the internet wasn't flying around that much. And there wasn't really like a way of learning about like style in West London beyond going there sometimes yeah. at skating or whatever. And I remember when we met Jan, it was like, oh shit, he's like our age, but he's got like a proper like West London flair mm. to what he's doing. Do you know what I'm saying? Hand style, pieces. Hand style, everything like yeah. proper. Colours. Like, yeah, yeah. And like, for us, it's it changed what you know the kind of it raised the bar in terms of what we thought someone should be able to do at our age. Yeah, because we were still just trying to lock down very simple chrome and black dubs. And uh, yeah, was that was that the because of his early years at Robbie's? Yeah, or had he met um, Pulse by then? I think he might have met Pulse at that stage, but definitely Robbie. Robbie is... Uh, SHK. Yeah. A massive influence on him. And then I guess you had like VFL and people a lot more around there. I think there was just... There was a lot, a lot more... West London, when we started, had most of the colour pieces still, I think. Yeah. The, like, the, the, tra- the trackside productions and yeah. things like that and the big walls underneath the Westway. Well, and like productions were definitely something that I mainly saw in West London. Yeah, VFL and boys were killing that. Yeah. Stuff. Mace and all them lot. But that yeah. is, I think that's because they had more overground lines. Yeah. We only had the overground. We had, we had the overground running through North London. And yeah, the Jubilee yeah. went out. Yeah. But it wasn't, it was different. Because if you were jumping on the Jubilee and going north, yeah. you knew you were leaving town. Whereas if you were riding around west on the Hammersmith City yeah. or whatever, you were in town, it felt. Yeah, no, it's true. So I think that's why there was so much, so much colour on those sides of town yeah. because they had it was a different, completely different game. It was it seeing him at Jan, seeing him at Robbie's. I remember seeing Jan the first time must have been ninety seven, right? Ninety six, yeah. ninety seven at Robbie's yeah. house, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this kid?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he soon went, and yeah. I started meeting him every now and then in Robbie's house. But I was, Robbie would tell me, "This kid's learning, like he's a writer." And yeah, I've yeah. heard from other writers. Yeah, the same shit, you know. Yeah. As a young boy, you'd go up to him and say, would you write? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whilst at Robbie's house or whatever, or come yeah. up the street. Yeah, yeah. He was, he got taught. He picked up, he picked up on it and obviously found the right, Robbie living next door to him was a mm. big, yeah, yeah, yeah. big key. Yeah. So, um, 2000-ish, you start hanging out of him. Yeah. And painting. Mm. What happened? Well, did you form the crew then? Uh, the crew so, at, at first, like, yeah, I mean, like, rest was, in ATG, I was still doing my own thing, really, like hitting up little crews from school and stuff like that, and 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 then and then Jan kind of like Jan was friends with with Snore and Raids through other connections, and um and yeah, it was he's kind of like yeah, they, I think they were writing with like. Tees and, and those lot, Snow and Raid and like Coin, and yeah. they were yeah. more doing like the kind of North London like bombing thing. But yeah, long story short, is Yang kind of put me and Rest and Snow and Raids together. He linked you lot up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because ATG was a crew from Hampstead, like a school, like a school crew. Do you know what I'm saying? Just didn't really like leave the area much, yeah. like the crew that I used to write in in, in Burley. And then it was kind of like at the time we all had things that we were doing quite well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. In terms of new writers and Yan, yeah, Yan kind of like put us together and was like, we're gonna do, we're all gonna come under ATG because. ATG had the, the strongest like kind of ring to it and like acronyms and like and Yan's style was undoubtedly like the best at that point. You know and so I suppose was, yeah, just his manner. He was exactly he was like a he was a born leader. You yeah, know, he was, and he wasn't really like you know until I got to know him a bit better. He was always like slightly kind of like revered him even as a friend mm. you know what I'm saying yeah. he'd always be like trying to tiptoe around him and things like that and it uh, got to a certain point in my relationship with him and I felt like that yeah and I'm 10 years old whatever 6 years older than him 7 years yeah. older than him yeah and he had the brilliant way of being able to switch that on and off yeah. and, and not like, in a rude it, way either no just, no no I can imagine what it was like in those earlier days because yeah. he was still trying to get his levels right with you lot yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. and I mean like I guess that that kind of effect would like wear thin the longer mm. you know him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to the he point would where drop it's like, his... yeah, you would never bother doing that. Yeah, anymore, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying because it's like whatever. We're past that. We're in. Yeah, the... like don't. Yeah, yeah. but like uh, it's definitely something which he, he, you know, you need people like that. Mm. You need people like that, not just, not just to like, not just to lead the way in situations, but also to kind of like to regulate things sometimes. You know, and it, it, if everyone was too... Do you think he... It, it was the graffiti, that graffiti way of life thing, he wanted to carry it as true as he possibly could? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and he was, in, he was just into that whole, you know, like... He was into the, 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 the thing of legend. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, he would continue to talk about certain writers up until he, he died. Yeah. Like, that's a legend. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Forever. Yeah. 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 Like various, various people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They loved Scan, for instance. Yes. Loved Zonk. He loved certain people would always be like, you know, just unwavering yeah. to him in terms of like their kind of legendary status because of the, the, the game that he liked to play. Yeah. Do you know and what I'm he saying? Watched, yeah. He fully loved that world. He, so. You know, he wanted to be like asset. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You heard about me, mm. but you might not have met me. Yeah. You, know what I'm saying? Yeah, you might yeah. never meet me. And he wasn't just painting. No, he, he, no, it wasn't no, exactly. Just, he it wasn't, wasn't just fun for him and his mates. It wasn't his little... It was, no, no, if I'm doing was, this, yeah, I am yeah. doing this, and yeah. I'm doing it to the best. Because, yeah. 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 There's no, think, he didn't you know, find like no other reason. Of, a lot of people don't necessarily do that. I don't think I really did that to the same extent or where you actually you make sure that you're living a certain life outside of graph so that you're kind of one foot in basically. Yeah. But like you've got a legendary status or a way of doing things in your whole life. Yeah. It's not just like, yeah, yeah, I, I do this and then I paint really sick, but, but my also, life is fucked. My life isn't like, you know, yeah. it's all about being a fucking boss and yeah. being that guy, you know? And I think that was, that was the way he was. And that was what was kind of, um, what drew you to him. And, and and you kind of felt like you were really part of his his world. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or if you were rolling with him, you were part of something that was right now, and it wasn't like 
you know, sometimes... And was going to leave a mark. Yeah, and was going to leave a mark. You know, like, you know how uh, throughout, say, your career in, in graph, and I'm sure it applies to other things as well, sometimes you feel like you're really doing it right now. This is it. Do you know what I'm saying? And then, and then other times, you might be painting with other people or working with other people, whatever, and you think, yeah, this is cool, but this isn't... This is the get this isn't through. how it wasn't... Yeah, this isn't it. This isn't it. This yeah. isn't like... This isn't right now. This is this is a stepping stone to something else. That's and I'm it. buying some time stone. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those... Whenever you paint in Vivian, it was always like you're right here, right now. Do you know what I'm saying? Right up until the end, like last thing to paint with him is like this is this is living right now. And I think like only some people can can carry that and th- to have that effect. Over, I don't know what that was, there. man. Just I mean that's I think he was. He, you did he live in a minute? A, yeah, that's what he really? was about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think like. He towards the end of his life, he would talk about that kind of uh, that outlook on life a lot more, but maybe in a slightly more reflective way. Yeah, he what because he wasn't he wasn't like fuck the future. No, because he was doing too much to ignore no. the future he was building. Yeah, so he wasn't like that. So like no. he did live in the minute, but there seems to be. Like you were saying, like the, just even just his the way he was as a graffiti writer mm. and how much he wanted that stamp down. It was just that next level of stuff. It was something a bit different. Yeah. Because he did live in the moment, but yeah, not it wasn't as shallow as that. No, 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 no. He, he knew he was building something as well. Yeah, yeah, completely. Um, I remember. Um, it must have been. I think it was two thousand and two. I was out at Christmas painting all my dubs as I did mm. and um, I was on Finchley Road platform by myself and my fucking phone rang I was like shit and I shit myself mm. grabbed my phone like, yeah yeah D is Jan I'm like, what are you doing he's like where are you like, can you can you bring us yard tonight and I'm like, he goes are you going to Queen's Park and I'm like yeah yeah I'm not ready yet though he's like where are you he's like I'm at Finchley Road he's like, I'll meet you outside mm. literally I, I goes alright I'm finishing up, and I finished up, climbed out, got out, and there he was sitting in the car yeah. with rest and size, yeah. size, size from XL. Right, yeah, yeah, mad, yeah. And so size then drove us down to QP, yeah. and didn't come in, and I brought them two in. And yeah, he hadn't done his first panel. I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if it was rest's first panel. Yeah, no, might he have probably been. done a, a few more. But I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. and uh, got yeah, him in. Shit. That was sick. I did yeah, a Daz Rose. And... But it was... He had an edge on him that night that I'll never mm. forget. And Because I, I hadn't painted with him yet. I knew him, obviously, and he, mm. we knew each other. But I'd never painted with him. And he was still a very much... I'd been living in Brighton for two years by then, so he was still very much a younger to me. Yeah, of Six years didn't mean shit. It yeah. was, no, you were younger. I've known you since you were a little kid. Of course, yeah, yeah. I'm a grown man out of home now type of shit. Mm-hmm. And I just remember seeing this thing, leaving that night, them not got in the car and went, and I just knew, like, right, them two, there's something special right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they'd already been yeah. smashing it. I knew yeah. who I was with. Yeah. I knew I was with more than Yan, mm-hmm. but it was like, wow, this is a... Yeah. yeah I thought I was at it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. These lot are like, at it, at yeah, it. Yeah, no, definitely. It was a... Definitely. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, what Yan brought to the table in terms of, like, 
the dynamic with with ATG was just that serious quality control, you know, and it influenced so many people following on from from that era because Yang got about, you know, but he was definitely more of a northwest writer. Yeah, he painted all over. Yeah, granted, but he was into whatever he was doing for it to be the best and like you know there was a lot of good stuff at at the time going on um he raised the bar yeah and I you know there was people really bombing London's always had people that like really really bomb you know what I'm saying always had waves of it yeah because it's a fucking big city to conquer and I think if you want to really like go at it you have you know it's not like not Almost any other city no. in Europe where you could get it wrapped up in a in a much quicker time. Yeah, yeah. So it's always had that like super determined bombing thing, but like not always. They're like the mixture of like real like quality technical graffiti and and the bombing. Do you know what I'm saying? And um, styles the whole way through. The whole way through, and I think like. You know, I'm, at the moment, I was, I was looking around and even one of the last conversations I had with Yam was about how people are painting so many more, like, colour pieces yeah. now on tracks and going on about, like, the new guys. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, like we should get out, get back out there with them. Do you know what I'm saying? And Yam was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we were making a plan to, like... Go like, again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really making a plan, like, down to, like, what was going on in both our lives, when it would be a good time to start, like, doing it, da, da, da as you do and um it's because he was getting so excited by seeing what was going on now in comparison to like where we when we stepped in and, and we're doing things you know like you've got to remember that the tracks they might have had a little light buff sometime in the 90s but basically every single almost every single wall in London on the tracks was still it was the brick that it was made in. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there was little There was patches. none of the brown paint. No, maybe a few sporadic That happened patches. at the Olympics. That was exactly... It, ha- it first happened like, yeah, 2006, the the 2007 yeah. to get it ready for people to That's view the right. city for the Olympics. Yeah. And... Um, so when you were hitting so it... So when we were doing it and what Jan's whole thing was, which like, I just never thought about nor had Rest ever thought about it. I don't know whether Snore had. Snore and Asset were definitely the two who dropped the first, like, out of our crew, dropped the first emulsion burners on tracks. And I remember looking, I think one of them was in West Hampstead, on the big West Hampstead Thameslink wall. Yeah. And, yes, because it was still the sandstone. And they dropped that Snore Asset thing. I remember just thinking, like, it was like fucking fireworks going off in my mind because it's, <laughs> it was like the romance surrounding Yeah. Graffiti. When I saw that, it 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 changed. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and that was like a massive part of why we were so kind of positive with what we were doing, yeah. aggressive with what we were doing, regardless of the scene around us for a long time. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, you came in and you figured out, like, okay, we can be, we can go level up on top of everything. Yeah. And as, as well as if we play the game properly, yeah. we'll definitely be that level up. Because yeah. you weren't going to come in and just do a mulch piece and then be like, sick, a year later, come back and no, do another no, no. one. We no, like, it was on. Yeah. We've got a technique. Yeah, yeah. And we, we can do the, we yeah. can drop these in between every single station on yeah. every line, blah, 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 all of that. But that was really a, like a mentality that like, 
I have to credit to Yan. Do you know what right. I mean? And not not just because he's no longer here, and you know, to say everything fact. was Yan, but that aspect was purely I, like he'd come up with that, or he'd learned. Obviously, it'd been done before. Yeah, yeah. But like it, he'd gathered that from somewhere that wasn't going on around us in Camden and Kentish Town. Or had it been? But this is the thing, though. Most background pieces yeah. had been done most bases for pieces had been Since done the start, yeah. had they been done to the level that he was like we're gonna do this that's yeah. what was brand new yeah that's what was brand the way new. he was gonna do it yeah and it was like in the midst of people's obsessions with dubs and getting and dubs right and stuff and yeah. like also like one of the main things which you know i want to say about that is a lot of the reasons for that obviously it was tr trying to get up in a different way but it was also because he i mean he always used to say he was like make sure we, we get our hands on that like, masonry paint whenever possible because he knew because he used to do like building work with yeah, dad yeah. and stuff he knew about, he knew the paint yeah yeah and so like uh so it was always masonry 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 and one of the reasons was like you know whatever happens to our pieces this wall is always going to be good for piecing them so every time we were painting a wall do you know what I'm saying? Anywhere on track. You're priming it. They're priming it. And they're yeah. never going to like sandblast that off. They're just going to paint it off. Yeah. So you've made the, you're, you're, you're priming all of the tracks for people in years to come. And it's like, <laughs> I think at the time, what another thing that we really wanted to happen was to drop pieces and for other people to come next to us. With mulch. Yeah. And like add to it. Yeah. To create this kind of like fucking visual revolution of graffiti because we grew up on with, with fading chrome dubs yeah. really on yeah the we tracks, did that was know? it and it was like you would fly past the tracks and it was like a bit of a blur of fading chrome dubs obviously yeah. there was don't get me wrong obviously there was pieces burners, and there was but shit the, around yeah. but if like, you want to sum it all up a lot of it was your average yeah exactly yeah. and that's what we, we wanted people to really like Drop pieces next to it. Did so that, that it like turned into? Did, didn't it happen in Seven Sisters or uh, Finsbury Park on that track there? Yeah, a few a few people like it did. A few people got, like started dropping things again um, and linking on and making walls. Yeah, more colourful. a little bit. Yeah, not as yeah, not only on point, a few occasions. Yeah. And like I think what happened moreover was that people resented it yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah. and a lot of a lot of things got dogged at that time and that's just how it is whatever it's graft and i think like you know um it was good to see this resurgence Mate. recently <clears throat> because sometimes you do something and you hope that it's gonna have it's gonna catch on in some way at the time yeah and it doesn't and i remember feeling like this art at the time you just put in 10 years yeah or you know even like earlier on like after we'd done like three or four years and there was a lot of beef and there was a lot of shit and obviously beef is fucking part of graph or whatever but like there was a lot of missed opportunities in our opinion for like something really progressive to happen in graffiti in terms of yeah in terms of challenging the fucking system yeah let's because make london stand up let's basically yeah let's stick it on the yeah. authorities mm. collectively i know that's that's a bit idealistic and it's no, not gonna it, work like that but it could have you were you were inspiring and you were you were hoping that you were inspiring people to do yeah. what you lot were doing yeah this is possible yeah but i think you know sometimes for whatever reason when you're in the middle of what you're doing 
politics can come into play and or beef or whatever yeah. and like it can hold hold that back but Stops what flow. i like to think especially like after yan passing and, and I, you know like seeing like enter and force and quite a lot of people like dropping like full color things and doing it in a way especially enter and force like Enter's my doing it in a way man. yeah enter like in particular doing it in a way which is like it just reminded me and some of the pieces he dropped since yan yes died, yes yeah? like just remind me so much of that Steve, that yeah. level of, of, yeah. of care and stuff. And well, like, you know, he obviously <clears throat> painted that that um, window down tube thing for Yan. And it was just like, there's a bit of me that just thought, you know what? Whether it was directly connected to what we did or not, it's seeing the cycle. And when, you're, when you've got a bit of distance from history, yeah, and to writers now, they don't know or give a shit about the politics and beef in the early early mid noughties. No, they don't. Graph, as much as I don't give a shit about beef in the fucking eighties. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Do you know what? I, it's um. And so they just take it for what it is. Yeah, I think though another thing we can bear in mind here is that I think it is direct, mm. and I don't want to say definitely force and definitely enter. But those writers out there now doing these full color pieces, amazingly on track yeah. sides, looking beautiful. They grew up. Yeah. They were young and eyes open, looking yeah. when you lot were doing those pieces. Yeah. And when they hit the game, they get into the culture. They do what the culture offers them. Yeah. But then they remember what they've seen. Yeah. And they know the levels they can move to. I think what you lot did, because it was spoke about everywhere. Mm. These most piece backgrounds, mm. these most paintings on track sides, mm. never been done to that level. Ever. Mm. Never. With yeah. the repetitiveness. That, and you were making London stand up. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I, and I think at that time there was like room to do it because things weren't getting buffed on tracks at least, mm. and like there was things to look at. Mm. We were only doing that because we had things to look at in the in the nineties. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. From all the people that were killing it then, and then there was this period of like everything buff and nothing ins nothing inspiring to look at. Yeah, when you go around London in on a graffiti sense. Yeah. And so for me, it's just, it's been quite a, a nice thing. And I hope for Yan before he passed as well to see Graf get to a stage that we always wanted it to. Yeah. And, and it was like, you know, it was similar in the early noughties, you know, like there's been a lot of talk about right now, whether it was early noughties was as active or the nineties. And I think like across the board, people saying, you know, the last couple of years have been fucking good. Yeah. Really. You know, and like, and a lot of, and not so much stupid beef and stuff because there's opportunity to do something good with your graph. Yeah. If you know your shit's gonna run for a week or two, yeah. or if you know you drop a full color piece, it's gonna that might last for years. Yeah. Then the game's a lot more fun again, you know. Exactly. So I think you know going back to to what to what Jan and, and and we were trying to do is you know like that was what he. Well, he, it, it was open like that for you then. For you ended up walking into that beef or whatever that beef mm. happened, but it was also, it, that was just a corner. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It was, yeah, a, yeah. it was a slight corner in, well, in the whole scheme of things. It was yeah. that you did, you did do that thing and Jan, Jan's ideas and his mm. ideals worked perfectly with you lot. Yeah. Like, because uh, the other thing is, is that you're, you're telling this lovely story now and I know you're not saying it because Jan's gone and I know it's he's due all the credits but from the outside we looked at ATG as one thing mm. we didn't see a leader 
No, yeah, it was. It was you know, I mean, you all put it in. Everyone had to. Everyone played their position. Yeah, really. So it wouldn't well. have like. It wouldn't have worked. No, 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 no. Like no. you know, it's just. Yeah. It's more just. Recognizing. The importance of Jan's, you know, you, spirit and and vision in, in what we did then and and you know and, and went on to do and just. Uh, yeah, I think. I think like it's kind of bittersweet, but when you lose someone, you're you're forced to like actually really think about um, who they were, what what they're about, what their what their morals were, what their vision was, and all the rest. And obviously, been forced to do that a lot with with Jan um, recently. So, do you um, with those thoughts and the things that might be missing now? Quite sadly, mm. do you then try and think how can I bring those through today? Like the reason I do this podcast, Jack. Yeah. Not directly because I started before he'd gone. But the reason yeah. I actually put it on and started was because Yang went. Yeah. I was just like, well, he would not have allowed it to. He would have not done it. He would have done it. Yeah. I wanted him on here. Yeah. And he wouldn't sit there with an idea. Yeah. I know he had a load of fucking brain. I'm not, I'm not trying to make out this dude was God. Yeah, yeah. But I know he had a lot of mad schemes and that. Like, he was that inspiring. Yeah, yeah. And so do yeah. you find yourself, when you think of him and think of the things that are missing in these months? Yeah. Do you think I could probably be a bit more or I could instill um, that into these people? They could understand his belief or... I mean... And it might be too early for that type of question as well. Uh, no, I don't think it's too early that question maybe it's too early to for me to put it into practice if if i've worked out what that could be that that is missing now he's gone i mean like i think a lot of a lot of what we did like that we did together do you know what i'm saying so it's like the way i brought in younger people around me or he brought in younger people around us was because of this spirit that this energy that we created together that we wanted to pass on or yeah. if you look at the the music side of ATG in a way that was kind of formed it was in that way too mm. and you know with, with with that side of things I was maybe more of a back seat um but it was still the same it ethos. was all the same thing yeah, yeah. with me and Jan and the yeah. rest of us had in had in our minds yeah. you know we always like had it was about trying to pass on that spark it wasn't like oh i want to pass on this particular knowledge about a way of doing this one thing it was about like passing on uh the, the belief and a way of the belie- life yeah the belief in without sounding too cheesy or broad the belief in being able to do what you want to do the way you want to do it regardless yeah. of social structures yeah or rules of a culture or yeah yeah because that's the that's the amazing thing about like graph as it's been said many times before but also with 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 us i just remember thinking like i was the youngest in atg you know uh and getting to a stage where with with yan and 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 snore and breast and raids and harm everyone that was involved getting to this stage but 
particularly with Jan, because of the amount of conversations I'd have with him about it, every night after painting, the same conversations, it's just like, you know, we're going to do big things, this is what we're going to do next, is it, you know, always mm. this is what we're going to do next. And I remember getting to like six, 16 and being like, oh, I'm like known for graffiti now. Do you know what I'm saying? And I could go to different cities and go and be, yeah, I'm ATG, blah, blah, blah. And, oh, yeah, you know, like, and being amazed. And us all being quite like, obviously you're gassed, you're young. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And, you, and like, you're still at an age where people aren't really doing that much. Do you know what I'm saying? Outside of school or, or whatever um, in general. But it, it was that kind of realization and, and that kind of taking taking life into our hands and doing what we want to do and making it work together as like a family and supporting each other. Um, and then going on to, you know, it was the world opened up for us. Do you know what I mean? In such a way where it's like, because of our joint mentality and that's something which we always try to do following on from our like peak of graph career. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? And like, you brought that mentality. Yeah, we're always like, yeah. the world's there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, how can you approach play? it like this yeah 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 you know? um but you know it's it's difficult because a, a lot of that mentality can be difficult to transfer into life as you the older you get yeah do you know what i'm saying much Whether harder that's like kids or commitments or just what's going on around you and I think to answer your question whether there's anything I feel I could do more in Yan's absence I like to think that everything I do now is like a credit to to, to his lifetime but also there's not much more I could do that he didn't do you know what I mean yeah. in a sense that like uh, like what Jan set out to do in his in his uh, in the years he was around he did with full effect and um, Jack yeah. man I, like <clears throat> I think I wasn't I didn't it's not like I, I think you should take one of his values because yeah. what I think happened with all of you is that you Amalg Jan had a very powerful vibe about him as we spoke yeah. about but I think the fact that and whether he waved that one got all five of you six of you together I'm not sure yeah. you all played such an integral part and I think each of you I look at each of you I've known you all each for like 10 years plus and I've seen you all grow in such an amazing way and not 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 in like a condescending way I'm just yeah, yeah. you know yeah. I've just watched it happen and I don't know man like Again, not condescending. I'm proud of you all in such different ways and love you all in such different ways. And I don't think you're missing anything. I'm not saying you're missing anything. And I think what, you, what you'll continue to do will always have the ATG ethos. Yeah. You learnt something as a group. Yeah. And, yeah, so... No, I, I, so, yeah, I, I mean, I think... I think what people can take from, from his life and, and what he was about you know that is it's just kind of like one thing that he just did is it just grabbed it by the balls you know what i'm saying from yeah. the start to the finish yeah. and like that's not always 
a, a smooth ride. It's not always a smooth it's, ride. And no. like, I think, yeah. uh, you know, regardless of him passing young in the way he did, he maxed out life and and the opportunities in the moment. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, uh, like I say, you, know, you get older and you might have more responsibilities or all your priorities shift in terms of what you, what you want to make happen. Um, and what you have to make happen as well. What you have to yeah. make happen. Yeah. And, and, and kind of bridging, bridging worlds. And I think, you know, I guess it's worth saying this is, this is my, this is my opinion. On, on Yan, yeah, you know, yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as as one of my old friends, this is my opinion on Yan, and like I don't want to, I don't want to say anything that is deemed insensitive to other people. So I'm, you know, but person in in my opinion, Yan wasn't ready or willing to transfer the energy that he mastered growing up and through his younger years, throughout his twenties into a more controlled adult setting. And I'm not just talking about graph because you can no. be a controlled adult and graph all your fucking life. Oh, yeah, yeah, Do you know course. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think in many ways, that's that's a good thing. Mm. It's not a good thing that he passed young. We all miss him. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's only, that's only going to be have negative connotations, but it's good that he didn't force himself to do something which he would not be happy in. No. You know what I'm saying? And Yan was never going to take an office job. No. Or, you know, like... Society was never going to... Whatever society's measures no. were, he wasn't going to be ruled by them no. at all. And some people were like that. Yeah. And I think, like... It's good to understand that yeah. with some people. And, you know, I... You know, friends... Good friends of Yan for... 17 years and like you know watched watched everything the way it manifested front front seat do you know what mm. I mean with him and I don't think it's it's, it, it, it's deeply sad for people that loved him you know what I'm saying that having to live life without him that's the sad that's the sad thing about the situation yeah. him dying is not sad for him. No, no, Do you know what I mean. It's not, and I know that's like no, but that's the fact. Yeah, it's, it's the people that are left behind. It's his yeah. sister. It's his mum. It's his dad. It's you. It's Jamie. Yeah. It's Jack. It's yeah. you know, Jake. Sorry, I know. Yeah. Like once you're gone, you're gone. So it's not sad for anyone that dies. But also, what I mean is like, it's Jan, like was just full on across the board till the end, mm. and he was accepting of that and that was his life yeah do you know what i'm saying and like you know drugs aside and there's 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 things we can talk about with drugs or or, or lessons to be learned maybe but the, the main point is that yang wouldn't have looked back at his lifetime if he could look back now and say i'm i'm i missed out on anything he didn't miss it miss a trick you know he, I think he knew that if he wanted to if he wanted to kind of 
change everything he was about, it would be a long process that may or may not happen. And also might completely take him off the person he wanted to be. Yeah, it would. He he was he fully like you just said, like he lived life to the full. Like I literally just pictured a vial. Yeah. Like a, a little not a crack vial, but you know, like yeah. a, a science science room vial. Completely full and overspilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was him. Yeah. There was no it there wasn't like any wastage, it didn't seem. And yeah, the yeah. drugs were the drugs were. Yeah. But it, there was no wastage in it. No. And also like he was that definition of a, of an anarchist in spirit, you know. There's a lot of people who say, oh, I'm an anarchist, and you know, I'm part of an anarchist group, mm. and we do this and that, or, or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? But he was an absolute anarchist in the sense that he flourished. His creative spark, his his brilliance came from from chaos. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether that was like putting on raves, yeah, graphing. Whatever that yeah. was when he was like super inspired, and like some of the ideas he'd come out with were just you'd only only someone who had a, that true like anarchist spirit could could even fathom them, you know. And, and all, what yeah. he wanted to do, and and I think that was that was where he was always going to be happy yeah. and creatively inspired, you know, as if everything was. I remember, I remember meeting him in Berlin. Um, where was we were on the way to that exit festival. And like, met up with him outside the station in Berlin. We were all sitting there drinking. He just like jumped out of taxi like, you know, like tins in his hand, like <laughs> off his face. Like, let's go, let's go. And not even like, yo, how's it going? No, like, no, what's, no. what's going on? What are we doing? It was just like, let's go. Just, like, on. Straight away, like bombing on things. Like, ah, like literally like, fucking creasing creasing because of the situation you, you know there's a lot of times like, you look at him and you're just like this, you just fucking love it this is it this is it for you do you know what I'm saying and like times times down the line where me and him have had to sit down and I don't know like like work on like a proposal for something and you can just see the interest just fucking <laughs> draining from his face you know what I'm saying him having to try and lock on to that shit to... yeah no he wanted to make go 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 things happen yeah yeah we're did. doing it that's fine we'll do it now yeah by yeah. while he's doing it yeah 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 do you know yeah. what I'm saying he's wanting to fucking like bake a cake while riding a bike yes it wasn't exactly. like I'm gonna sit down and bake a cake yeah yeah he had to deliver the cake but he's baking it whilst drop delivering yeah. it yeah yeah and yeah that's what he like you know me and him would often clash over the years in ways of yeah thinking about things what was the um what was the first thing you did after not after graffiti because i know graffiti continued throughout yeah but do you remember the first this isn't a piece for painting this isn't a dub we're putting together this isn't a trackside train mm. whatever mm. do you remember your first bit of creativity that wasn't graffiti what it was um with, uh... would it have been a we did I did a show in Kentish Town. Flexton Pooch. Yeah, yeah. Like 2005, 2006. Which is where me and like Monkey started doing more character stuff. Mm -hmm. And getting into all of that. And, uh, and then asked Jan to 
put something in. I asked a bunch of people to put some paintings in to show we're doing Kentish Town. Yeah, and I don't know where they are. Someone must have them, but he did these canvases with like ATG symbols as, as like lava. So he like dripped high gloss paint on the canvas in the shape of an ATG symbol and let it dry. And then painted over that all in brown so that there was like a relief of a symbol, but like looking like lava, but what? That, that brown lumps of yeah. symbols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, you know, underneath the canvas. Yeah. And then on each one of the, the lumps, he then faded in like um, other shades of browns, the reds, the orange, the yellow, and made them all, all like rocks of lava. And he did like a series of them. And they were amazing. And I did, did that. Um, and was that was that probably the start of okay we we might have another world we can start jumping into here yeah like and using our same ethos yeah 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 it was it was but it was kind of Jan wasn't really interested in in making um that's definitely not street art no never not interested in that and he could paint amazing canvases but like i say he was much more into i guess the energy behind the ideas and def definitely like if there was a rebellious aspect to them um and yeah he wasn't always that good at sitting still you no. know what i mean so it's like with that thing, it, it was, I started getting more into art and Jan was still painting a bit. And I think he went away traveling for quite a while at that point. He went to, he went to China for a while with his brother and he went to South America for a while with some people and then he came back in like 2000 and Six two thousand and seven. So he was. I remember him being away, traveling on and off for like a couple of years. Yeah, and that was kind of. Other people would like the rest had gone off and was kind of deep in the Buddhist thing. Snore was at university, and at one point I was kind of painting on my own doing a lot of rooftops and stuff and which is what kind of led me to get into doing more art because I just I wanted to switch it up and I wasn't really ATG like a, a graph thing mm. had, had had simmered down a little bit for the, for the time being mm. and then I guess doors opened in in the sense that I was exploring that Jan was exploring life and then we were all back around at one point and it was like the energy of like ATG was still there and it was still like we were still a group of friends that hung out a lot some of us had drifted off but there was a core of us that was still always around and, and like it wasn't really our priority to um to do everything again in terms of like getting up in London. We still painted, but it wasn't like our sole focus. And so I think the mix of like some of us getting into art and just 
everything opened up a little bit. Well, to come back as well together with all those influences. With all those influences, and it's like really what we love doing is partying. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like we were always that way, but by this time it was like you know we were we were like early 20 late teens early 20s fully old enough to properly yeah party. get stuck in exactly yeah, yeah. and, and have a, have a few a years more, with you like yeah. knowledge yeah and so like that was we wanted to do like i think i did a t-shirt with kung fu yeah with the night with the, the hip-hop night kung fu yeah they released what t was it like, just a red symbol on a gray t-shirt I and remember, that, yeah, yeah. And, and they done it in grey as well, grey yeah, with a red logo. Grey with a red logo, so that was the first ever ATG team. I, I remember them. I remember giving them, like, yeah, obviously. I, Charlie like, and them not sent me a box down. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah, that. I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and then that got, kind of got us thinking, and it was like, about how we could move forward as a crew and do things, do, do things differently and, 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 and kind of like, not just be graffiti crew and so that's where that all came in basically it was just us us keeping keeping things moving jim we got into all of that and then yan basically he just always knew everyone you know what i mean yan always just was so well connected from when we were young and then like when we came up with a the idea to kind of turn atg into something different he was heading up the, the music and the rave side of it and that was where he was like passionate and making things happen isn't it nuts that he uh he was always like that you're like you're doing so much and then all of a sudden you're like how the when did you have time to know these people yeah yeah, where did that come from yeah i know yeah it's nuts it's nuts but then you know that's so that was his calling the music came and he's like i can take that yeah 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 that was that was his calling and i think was that the same time you got the kentish studio yeah was right, that the first one? Yeah, it was like 2007. Yeah. We started all of this kind of stuff. Putting up teas and putting up putting up parties and things like that. You had an amazing space in Kentish. Yeah. Was yeah, it four yeah. rooms or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was like a kind of... Sick. I guess it was a top floor flat on the high street, but this guy wasn't using anything. And it was kind of, yeah, a bit, a bit mashed up. But it was... Uh, and it became the space for all four of you to... It was four of you at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, all four of you to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And you were producing work in there, getting the T-shirts made. Yeah. And... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think, like, again, you know, when you come from that, that graph background and being so involved in it, if you do put your mind to something else... And you have that same energy, yeah. it can, you know, you can have good you, results in it. And, and you can have to translate it, yeah. Yeah, if you translate the energy, right. And I think, I think those days it was like a real, I look back at that as like a real learning curve. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of creatively, just in, in life, you know, there's no like rule book to how you move on from just being a graffiti crew to no. doing something together in a different way and like I'm so glad we did it because it's a big chapter of a very important chapter of our lives you know and I think graffiti teaches you so much about yourself 
and about your environment and about what you're capable of. And then during that period, it taught us so much about how you actually work together with people. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you, how you, how you like form like kind of business relationships yeah. with people almost, or how you communicate with people. In, well, the, in the in the outside world, yeah. not that we were like socially inept. No, uh, but, but it, like you, if you spend that long painting, not talking to yeah, anyone, yeah, it's just a learning curve, trouble. man. You do yeah. get a bit like that. I think know, you yeah. you obviously working together is the way you did in the early two thousands. Yeah, you know, producing those massive, you know, trackside walls mm. and everything else you achieved together. Mm. You kind of you, you you work off the back of that. We can yeah. do this in this room, and we can yeah. make this type of work. But yeah, it's um. I suppose what a lot of mistakes happened and then a lot of yeah just like new things new experiences yeah and, and just in terms of it brought you, you somewhere know, different like there's lots of examples of how we grew as people but i think with, with jan and you think about the first parties he well, we all put on but you know he was he was the main guy mm. doing it and and then where he kind of ended up doing the way he was doing party towards the end and the whole thing was just like when I look back at it it's, it's mad you know it's, it's crazy and not just doing raves in clubs in London because you know that's, a, that's something that's quite approachable if you if, if, if you want to do it but the way Jan was was just like suddenly he pulled something out of the bag which was like oh by the way we're going to go we're doing a party in LA you know what I mean so he's like <laughs> orchestrated it all he pulled string and and it was like that's oh by the now. way yeah. oh, oh by the way yeah by the way this is what we're doing yeah yeah, yeah. Like, we've got some funding coming from here and this is blah 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 <laughs> and, you know we're gonna get through this and do that and there were massive ideas yeah for someone of that age do you know he, what I mean he, he had doing, no right <laughs> really he had no right <laughs> the kind of things he was doing were the kind of things that would be more common if someone had be born into like an industry family yeah do you know what i mean or, or like that, like five ten years more money. experience five or ten yeah. years more experience within these cultures yeah then you can make those moves well, that's it and yeah, he's yeah. like no nah. nah, i've in. got the idea we're in yeah and it was all mad yeah so it's like and it's just it's not thinking about something like he did so many parties he didn't get to all of them obviously he did things in iceland the parties in did a few in in Outlook in Croatia, um, but yeah, like this, this the LA one for instance, the way it all kind of like fell apart was like epic. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's all going sweet. We've got this warehouse, everything's cool, like yeah, everything's good. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. The warehouse is getting like packed, and then before you know it, like the police have come through, shut the whole thing down because of like licensing issues. Then you got all these like gangbangers proper angry wanting their money back you know because they're like we all the fuck with ATG DTA anyone wearing them t-shirts getting fucked up you got police holding them back then you got helicopters over above and you just got that fucking us lot jumping into taxis and getting out of the area and it's just like shit like that only could have happened with Jan in my lifetime anyway do you know what I mean there's there's not many people who orchestrate that kind of like madness and it's like obviously we will play our positions in it and this some things I'll blame on him some things you'll blame on me do you know what I'm saying if he's still here so, class, but it's like you know and then it's like a few years down the line it'll be like oh yeah Jack like oh we're gonna go to like 
come up to Glastonbury with me like two weeks before we're gonna paint a mural for you guys and then like you know you, you do some characters and that and then like yeah we'll just get some tickets out of it and sell them whatever and I was like alright cool sounds good you know what I mean just yeah. like that. and then you go up and then like we do the mural everyone loves us it's all good we've got a little caravan given to us to stay in while we're there obviously we're having fun so we stay in the caravan for an extra day and then and that turns into another day and like <laughs> We start painting things around the site. Before we know it, we fucking completely bombed the site. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, like, we're, you know, getting the train back, calling the lady, like, asking about our tickets. She's like, have you not, have you not heard? Like, Emily Evers is furious. <laughs> <laughs> She's been driving around in, like, a fucking Jeep all day, like, looking at all your graph. Like, she wants to find out who you are, on your Facebook pages. What? And, you know, all these kind of bad fingers, like. Only yeah, Yan. Only with Yan. Only with Yan. Do you know what I mean? And we, get, we got blacklisted. They found out who we were through the people who did the mural for because they threatened to throw the, them off <laughs> site as well. They had to. And like, they had to, yeah, I think they gave up our names. And uh, and then we were blacklisted from that year. And I was just like, I was pissed, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like, you know, obviously I played a part in it, but I like to blame Yan in that situation. <laughs> and he's like, no, I was saying we should have chilled. Da, da, da. We should just... But, you know, he, then I, and then I was just at home, like, oh, well, whatever. Just fucking get on with it. No ticket. Yeah. Burn a few bridges. Life goes on. But then Jan went back to Glastonbury. So we got, like, we had photos yeah. of us at the entrances. Like, don't let these people in. <laughs> Jan turned up in, like, a fucking wig and sunglasses and, and he was bombing there. Throughout <laughs> the festival. And, like... It's that fuck this. Out of, like, yeah. just... Fuck Shit. you, yeah. yeah. I'm coming back. Coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't stop me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such yeah. a weird thing for them to try and do, though, man. And, you know, yeah. it's good you respect you respect it. You're like, right, yeah, cool, I've yeah. been kicked off, I get it. And Yan yeah. was being Yan. It's not even about respect or disrespect. It's, yeah. no, I'm, I'm doing this thing. It's a perfect example. Perfect. Of world's fusion. Yeah. And how you do that and how Yan couldn't always manage to and didn't want to. Yeah. And it's like, right, a lot of people would be like, all right, you know what? We've just got him in with this these people in Glastonbury. We're gonna they love our mural. Yeah, you know we could be here next year. Yeah, just we just get cozy. We've got a camper. We've got a thing now. Yeah, like Yam was still obviously we grew up smashing Glastonbury. Yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah, years of it. Like, that was where Yam was like in his element. You know, doing the blockbusters on the Portaloo yeah. all of our faces in Glastonbury. That was us. That was us. Yeah, I mean, really and truly, outside of all the other stuff we talked about with. London and, uh, and you uh, lot like came Glass to yeah Glass being there brought you lot yeah that was like gave you what you really wanted to do yeah 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 that yeah. was like fucking all out and and at, and at that time it was the rest of the year was actually that. for that basically yeah, in a way yeah, but the, the police like Glastonbury around them times and obviously before police didn't stop you from painting yeah. because it was still such a free for all that like they didn't know what was allowed and what wasn't yeah and so that was what. Yeah, just how it was. What we all thrived on, you know, and, and I think there was no way that just because you're getting given tickets now and given the space to do murals, that you're not going to go. That doesn't change. The whole entire site. Yeah. And like you know, I remember how excited he was being able to do it before anyone's there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, and there was, the lights weren't even on, so we were like running around in the dark, like fucking tripping, being like, "What's going?" On? You know, all we can see is little like lights of cars driving in distance, setting things up, and he's climbing over generators and climbing up stages, doing symbols and everything. And it's just like, you know, you have things like that. Uh, and then you just like oh whatever do you know what I mean and, and there was there was there was other it, like 
you know, the fucking last year we were at Glastonbury together. Uh, last last June. Yeah. And you know he's staying in a yurt that like Cara Delevingne had let him stay in. What? You know what I'm saying? So there was always he knew so many people, and he did so much. He had such a way with people that he could do stuff like that. And I remember the fallout from Glastonbury that year. I remember fallout some other shit that we got ourselves into in festivals or whatever, where people were like, we're going to fuck you up when we see you. Or like, do you know what I mean? Like, or <laughs> you lot went like, a step too far. Yeah, yeah. Or like, just super upset. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, how, oh, it's such a disappointment, ADG. We thought you were such nice guys all of that. And it's like, and then him just turned it around in the most spectacular way. Do you know what I mean? And he could do that in front of your face. He could make something that he completely outrage someone and then have them like, Cuddling it within the space of 10 minutes. Well, because he could explain things as well. He could explain the anarchist yeah. in him. Because he grew up that way. Yeah. This wasn't like, you're not seeing a mad kid here. And you're not like, this isn't like a, no, no, no. I'll tell you why I'm like this. Yeah. This is why you love me. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> this is why you love like, Oh, yeah, of course. of course. All right, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And it's that, that's like, not something I've really seen at all. He, he was very, very like... It's quite a weird thing to say about Jan, actually, but he was very mature for his age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit of a weird thing. You know, I've never really thought that before, but he kind of is. Like, yeah, no, was. he was, like, hyper-intelligent. Hyper-intelligent. And, uh, and, like, very emotionally intelligent. Yeah. You know, so it's... If he's giving you a tough guy persona, stripped-back tough guy persona, that's because he wants to... And there's various reasons why he's doing that. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, and then vice versa. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't loose. No, no, no. It wasn't like I'm just doing this because I just want to be bad. Or, yeah, no, no, or no. Or no. I'm going to be like this because I want to just be some overtly positive. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Everything was, everything was theatre, you know, with him. And I think, uh, you know, it's just, just, yeah, so, so many experiences like that with him where... <laughs> You know, sometimes you'd be furious with him and then yeah. it's like, without a doubt, you'd be laughing about it like pretty pretty soon after, you know, and he's just, because he just, he's such a like, such a mischievous man. Did he, 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 always, he always admitted his faults as well, didn't he? Yeah, Was yeah. it very rare that he'd fuck up and be like, no, 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 fuck you, man. Maybe uh, in the, in the, in the time, yeah, at the time maybe. But, but yeah, no, he would. Say, I think that's probably why you could have had the laughs afterwards because he would 100%. admit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. When you're when you're back and you're sitting around the table, and yes, and it's like it's all just a story. <laughs> then it all comes up. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you know that everything's just whatever. It's past. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. we're still here. Yeah. Let, oh. Yeah. 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 Like you know, there's some people say like nothing matters. Yeah, you know, and that can be taken in like different ways. Some people will be like, oh, "That's a horribly negative way yeah. of looking at things." Everything matters. Everything. Every single yeah, thing yeah, matters. Yeah. But it means the same thing that nothing matters. Yeah, you know, because it's like, and he was a he was a, a yeah. fan of that. I was a fan of that. Like, yeah, with him, it's like, yeah, we know we're morally intact. Yeah, people. Yes, yeah? but shit fucking happens. Yeah, you know? and, and so and, and, and chaos ensues yeah. because of life. Let's not make a thing of this. Don't make a thing of it. Let's not make a thing of it. It's nah, cool. Nah. Yeah, nothing matters. It's fine. And not in a... Nothing yeah. matters, man. Nah, Fuck it's not this that. It's no, 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 not that. Whatever. It's cool. It's yeah. fine. We're in you a good place. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. me and him had like roll around fights. Yeah. You know, like, and countless yeah. 
like tiffs but that is just you know you that's that's what it's about yeah like especially having like a intense like you share you share a vision with someone um and it's and yet your egos it's a valuable thing to understand that all of that stuff doesn't matter yeah all of all of the conflict doesn't matter all of the, the, the mad shit that happens because it's just additional details yeah to a more important thing so it's exactly yeah. more important and subject think, you know that's what yam was that that's something one of the main things i took from yam as a person you know what yeah. I mean? and one of the main things i learned from him as a person um because life's yeah life's too short to like like you know hold grudges or to let little political political things get in the way of uh, like one a friendship but also like making things happen um someone uh, and yeah like, you know just that was Jan till the end like even uh, at Glastonbury last year after Glastonbury he got chatting with Banksy's manager and then it's the same kind of thing you know what I mean it's like another phone call from Jan being like Basically, yeah, like, so chatting with Banksy's manager and like, uh, like, they're quite interested in us maybe going out there and doing a project, seeing a hotel, and like, for me, it's just like, given all of the stuff I've explained <laughs> about, like, my alarm bells are just ringing, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've got like a kid now, I'm like, trying to be a bit more settled, and I'm just thinking, what, like, we're going to get fucking run out of there by like... <laughs> this isn't going to be idea. just what... Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, gonna, what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah. I know you're telling me this, but what what's going to happen? What's, yeah, like, how, yeah. Like, I know this is an offer, but what, what are you really saying? That's it, yeah. And I think, I'm not going to lie, I was very reluctant mm. to, to, to go... And, and do it because I know just that what can happen with like me and, and him um, and it was a diff it was a very different experience I was going to say it must have been really strange yeah, a very different experience married kids yeah yeah I mean and and even you know where where Jan was at last year was a real place of of reflecting um of reflection yeah and so it was kind of like we were suddenly there you know out out in out in palestine and me and yan have always known perhaps out of out of all of ATG, we've always known that our, our families' political backgrounds and 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 kind of motivations and way of seeing the world are, are probably most similar. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And and both vocal. And both vocal, on it? Families, like vocal yeah. families, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, obviously, differences. Yeah. Well, like like any family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but both politically minded families. Both politically minded and, families. And both both yeah. knew that we sh should, at some stage, transfer our energy into trying to better things for people in, in some way. Do you know what I'm saying? And and 
and do that through ATG. Yeah, I mean that would happen. That starts to happen with the parties, but maybe not no. so consciously. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was all of that stuff again from the outside was given. You lot had formed this whole thing, and now you're giving all this stuff back, and you were doing these yeah. events. But in what you were about to take on with Palestine and these thoughts, and yeah. also with other things he was up to, which we talk about. Yeah, I mean doing, that was new, I mean, wasn't doing, it? Like what we've done, like all of our lives knowing each other is has been for the most part progressive, yeah, and inspiring for people, yeah. But what we always wanted to do and were doing was to kind of actually use ATG as a force for direct change and direct action against certain things yeah. because that's that's how we've been raised that's do you know what uh, what you did previously yes it was inspiring and you yeah. gave people like I said with the raves but it was also you lot with the stars no matter what in yeah. all of those instances yeah, ATG yeah. won what yeah. you were about to do was like use all of that and yeah. be level with and push further a cause above and equal yeah. to ATG because yeah, yeah that was and the I next move using Jan, the same Jan had done lots of great stuff you know working with young people mm. Um, I've done a bunch of stuff working with young people. Uh, we, we've done politically kind of minded things, campaign work, but it wasn't under the umbrella of ATG, no, so to speak. Beyond the fact that it was me and Yan doing, yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm saying, and I think we both shared a vision, a vision that ch- that changed and was changing with our lives from from when we were. 14, do you know what I'm saying? And everything we wanted to do to to, to where, you know, I, I am now, where Yan left us. And, and, I, and I think being in, in Palestine together and knowing that we're in a place that we don't wind, obviously, we're not there to wind shit up, you know, like... Doesn't matter. Doesn't don't, matter. There's enough. There's a, yeah, the springs are fucking tight. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we're yeah. here to. This is way bigger. Yeah. Than, than us. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, you know, it's one of the things that that makes me most sad about um, losing Yan as a friend and as and as like you know a, a, a partner. In, in life is that there was so much more you know we we could have done together and it's now happening in his absence which is great you know like a lot of his friends have pulled together and all the fundraising stuff to continue his projects in Nepal and, and I hope to continue our project out in Palestine um what did you do in Palestine? Well, we just we visited a lot of places, um, schools, mm. uh, refugee camps um, within Palestine. We also we were shown around Jerusalem and we saw a bit of Israel, but then we were staying at the Waldorf Hotel and um, and exploring the area. and the, And the idea was to try and work out. What we can do 
as people and as ATG of what we can bring to the region, you know, to, to, to try and to try and create some kind of positive change out mm. there. And uh, so, so that's why we were there. So it was like out of all the experiences with Yan, it was the last the last time I saw Yan was sitting on um, the balcony of the Waldorf Hotel, looking over the, the, the dividing wall into Israel from Palestine and talking about, you know, like what we're going to do and, and, and like there and, and where we're going to kind of, how we're going to move forward together at this stage of life and what we could do with ATG that, that would make sense to us in this, in this stage of life. And, uh, I spoke to him after that, you know, that we were, that was early se- September and he died in December. And following on from that, you know, me and Yam would always have our time out from each other and just chat on WhatsApp or whatever. And that, that was, the last time I chatted to him was, um, was on Boxing Day to chat to talk about the women to go and paint something on Christmas Day. Um, yeah. And so I think as sad as it is that that, that was you know where 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 things ended for Yan in his physical life. It also like for me in a, in a personal way and I'm sure this story might be similar to other people in other ways, but for me, it, it like completed a journey, you know, of, of our friendship, you know, and, and like, I don't want to say that it's a hard thing to say because I'm alive still, do you know what I mean? And I've, I've got kids and I've got, you know, this, this future to look, look into. And so I don't want to be like, oh, thanks for completing a journey of our friendship. It's not like that, but it's like, when I look back at it, from when he was guiding me through through painting, like through, through painting pieces, um, when I was a kid, to to all the other stuff we did, you know, like um, with, with the raves and things over the years, traveling the world, and him kind of, you know, that whole journey together, and then and then us kind of being grown men and and kind of doing something huge embarking on something huge out in um, somewhere like Palestine because it was something he believed in um, you know I, I can take something from that in the sense that um, you know he, he, he gave so much to, to myself and to and to people around him and yeah in, in, in a personal sense it's no matter all of the kind of drama or the tips you have with someone uh, growing up who, who you're close to when you look at it like that there's nothing but like gratitude hey that that is pure love and I think you making it you, you stating it the way you have like a journey and a you know finishing it it's purely positive because yeah. 
what you've done is like, look, you, you now know, you, look what I've got. I've got this whole thing. It's like, it's, yeah. it's finishing a book and putting it on your shelf because you love it. Yeah. You're not going to leave it on the tube for someone else yeah. to read. You're not going to... This yeah. is beautiful. And I've yeah. got this for the rest of yeah. my life. Yeah. And you're not carrying it all the time in your bag. Mm. You're not going to try and let it... You're not going to let it affect your life in a negative way. You're going to put all this positive information that you've built and this story you've made mm. with your closest friend. And yeah. you can now close that chapter on such a high note unbelievably sad jack yeah unbelievably sad yeah but mate like yeah. what a fucking journey yeah completely you uh, and the pain you're feeling now fully understandable but it's you and it's gonna hurt forever yeah but you're gonna have that yeah that flare in there yeah 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 completely and you know uh, i hope when the time's right you know, I'd like, I like to do some of the things that we, we spoke about. Um, especially, like, you know, with his with his family involved, hopefully, because a lot of Jan's mentality and vision can be credited to, yeah. to his mum and his sister. And his dad. Motivated him and inspired him growing up. Because, uh, you know, alone... You know, we're not, we're not, no one's alone in, in this situation. Um, but I guess with, with me and Jan, in terms of ATG, it was either me or, or him kind of deciding on what we do next or, or, or leading the way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, now he's gone, um, there was obviously part of me which is feels like well that was our thing and uh, you know it's, so it's not it's not always so straightforward to know what to do no. but on your own but don't sleep about him yeah don't uh, put the pressure on yourself no man. no and, and, and you know luckily to myself and to Jan's family there's so many people there willing to support and willing to, you know, continue what what yeah. in his lifetime. Um, I'm, you know, really in various really touched, ways. Really touched by that. I'm yeah. really like happy for for Yad, really for his legacy because you know it. I think you're always gonna say when someone passes, oh, you know what? All right, I'm gonna never paint anything with my own name ever again. Hmm. Only gonna paint him, yeah. or you know, I'm. Every month we're gonna do this and that, and the reality of it is, is that it's not easy if you don't have a big, big group of people around you that are willing to help you. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I think. Well, real life real, continues, man. Yeah. Like real, we, real life you're here. You're sitting yeah. here. You know what I mean? You're having to live it, and yeah. I, I, well, I, you know what, Jack, man, I think. I, I really admire whether this goes in or not. I really admire the way you've dealt with it. Yeah. You haven't gone out and painted a million pieces and, you know, and you've kept it very, well, I don't even know, but from what I do know, you've been family orientated and close yeah. circle orientated and made sure that your people are right yeah. and well and, yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's been, you know, it's must be the most, uh, definitely the most challenging, testing and challenging thing probably, of, yeah, of my life. And also, you know, like, that, you know, people, Jan would have liked to have had kids at some stage, of course. You know what I mean? And it was, Jan at some point probably wanted to, get a bit more focused or settled. I don't know, you know, what well, I do, you know, from certain conversations. And I think one thing you'd always say to me is like how happy for me that like, I've found that and and pursuing it and managing to kind of like working hold on that it. down. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so you know a big big help is been having a family around. Do you know what I mean? It's you know as soon as you have kids as you know, it's like you hard to think about yourself and I think it can be easier if you've you know like uh, my youngest son was born on February the 6th he and died on December 26th so that's just over a month after he died and when you're kind of like looking at your kid who knows nothing situation even my oldest is only two yeah you know at, at what well, he's about to turn two um and he met Yan a few times and knows Yan's face but obviously he still doesn't know no. the situation and and I think that has forced me to um to play a, a role quite like Staunchly, I guess. Yeah. In terms of, you're playing it very carefully, and yeah, because you you kind of you kind of have to. And yeah. Yeah, probably better better leave it there. Amazing guy, man. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming around, Jack. No, and I I haven't had the chance to talk to many people about it, and I'm, yeah. I'm glad we just listening to you and yeah. hearing more has been lovely for me, yeah. man. I hope it's been alright yeah, for you no, talking. It's, just, it's good. It's, it's useful to, to talk, man. Like I say, it's just in this kind of environment and you know given you know, how long we both both know yeah it's it's useful to talk about these things mm. um and sometimes it's not as easy in, in big social situations mm. because it's a bit of a bit of a minefield of emotions um so yeah uh, so hopefully I, look man he's a man to be admired and that's for sure and to be in quite be inspired by it and yeah yeah he left an amazing legacy, and yeah. yes, obviously too soon, and we'll deal with that. Yeah. But yeah. we can only really smile. Yeah, that's nah, true. You know. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, nice one, dude. Well, that was amazing. Loads of love and respect to Jack for coming over and chatting in such an honest and open way about our friend, and I know it wasn't easy. Jan really was inspiring. His force was one to be reckoned with and his creative output, unrivalled. From writing graffiti to being entrepreneurial, putting on raves to travelling to other countries and spreading the ATG word and bringing art to more people's lives. Jan is inspiration. We'll never forget that. Love to Jan's family, mum, dad, sister and brother. The ATG family, Snore, Elmo, Raids, Intro, Fatso, Ashore, Suda, Illaman, Close One, LV, Alex Session and all the rest of you and all the many other members of the extended family because ATG doors were always open. The movement doesn't stop. It won't stop. Yan ATG forever.
We won again. Even though there were an awful lot of us out there feeling the loss of our friends. He would want you to look at his work, feel his vibe and be on that team. Art wins every battle. We love you, brother. This is dedicated to Asset, Veco, Trip, K-Bag, Lover, Mint, Ganja, Robbo, George Hate, Mood, Rizzo, Raze, Evil, Zero, TU, Fed and all the other inspirational culture movers that have passed on. Love your city and love your culture. This is F24.